Next Legacy. All right, all right, all right. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am branded here with an icon. Not just a Bay legend, not just not just a, a, a regular rap dude who is amongst other people. Man, this man has done so much for the hip-hop community, so much for the art form that is music that I wanted to reach out to this man and literally just pay the way and say thank you. Not just giving this man his flowers, but tapping into the Bullies with Fullies brand and the fact that this man has gave me ultimate memories over the course of time. And I need y'all to fuck with my guy. He's, uh, he's, he's on IG. You can hit him up at The Real Juice, G-U-C-E. Get Paid Music Group, the brand Bullies with Fullies. I got my, I got my old boy Juice right here on Next Legacy Radio. What's up, man? What's up? Man, you got me over here looking around like, who are you talking about? I need to clap my hands for that person. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? Oh, man. Just man, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream right now, man, for years, bro. And I, and I know I hit you on, on, on DMs kind of telling you a little story. Just, I mean, it's kind of like we grew up together in a sense because, you know, right. we fucked with you since we had tapes, right? You know what I mean? And right. it doesn't matter right. what part. What part of the bay you from? It doesn't matter what part of the city or state you from. Anytime mm-hmm. you can connect with somebody on a music level or or appreciate good music and the brand that was laced up from it has to be right. acknowledged, bro. So you did a lot for where I'm at today based on the music that you put out back then and still to this day. So I had to say, Juice, thanks, bro. For real, man. Man, you know, first and foremost, man. You're welcome, and I appreciate you, you know, um, just taking the time out to just be honest about, you know, what it really is that, you know, um, and how you feel and how you and what your perspective is. And it makes me feel good to the point where the legacy, you know, um, I can see a brother like you, and I'm just going deep right quick, but I can see a brother like yourself speaking at my funeral. You see what I mean? Because it's not about the cars and the jewelry and all of that and the money and all of that. You know, it's about the impact that you have on an individual's life and what you do for them. And so I just appreciate, you know, just you uh, speaking on that, man. And it's just a blessing, man, to be able to still be here. You know, unfortunately, you know, we've had a lot of losses. And um, the way you reached out to me, man, it just touched me, you know, and and I just felt your words and, and your aura. And it, it was deep enough to say, you know what, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this, you know, because I ain't never been no bougie dude. I'm I'm humble, you know, and, and, and I'm from the story, right, right. you know. And, and right. if you tap in and you holler, I holler back, you know what I mean? So, again, thank you. I appreciate you, and it's a blessing. And, you know, hey, we here. We here, man. Hey, we here, we here and we're going to stay connected, and, and a lot of it just based on history. So, I mean, I know you got some stuff already ready for the people out there to consume. But I'm going to take you back to a minute and mm-hmm. ask you about this. This is the first time we had, like, true dialogue. So I just want to uh, emphasize to the fact that, no doubt, hey, I want to emphasize the impact that the brand, the Bullies with Fullies legacy is, in my opinion, one of the most underrated processes as far as your your albums off of this brand, in in my opinion, in hip hop history, because it did bring a lot of 
a lot of energy with these projects. So I'm gonna ask you this, Juice. When when did what like looking back compared to uh-huh. like the first one compared to you know how how you feel about all things bullies with fullies, but it's a brand that I feel like people gotta respect and appreciate. But also, mm-hmm. how how did looking back, did you ever feel like yo, this 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 made this made an impact on hip hop history? Uh, well, of course, you know, um, it's funny that you asked that question because I even I thought like that. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think all those years back and how I was thinking, like I was ahead, yeah. of, I was ahead of the city, like I was ahead of everything that was around me because I was already thinking that this is going to impact, you know, the Bay Area, the West Coast, you know, and, and, and the world, you know, um, as far as the hip-hop community is concerned because I was already thinking of doing collaborations with other artists outside of the city and nobody else was doing it at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody, you know, the whole player poppy collar movement was going on, but I was thinking about something else. And I went and took an artist from Oakland who was at the top of their game, right, you know, three times crazy, my cousin Adrian, man. And then I went and took Killer K that was over there with West Coast Mafia with Sebo and Mafia, all those guys, and I put those guys together and I created this movement that hit the Bay Area like a tsunami. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. boom. You know, and because it was unexpected, it, you know, nobody had ever done anything like that, with the exception of Hearn still trying to survive in the ghetto, right? You know, Hearn Lewis. Right. He did the compilation, but it's not the same as a, a collaboration. I was doing, like, full projects with individuals. And so, yeah, man, definitely I, I, I knew in my heart that when I came up with that ideal, you know, I, I planned to win excepting if I, if I could have possibly failed, you know what I mean? And I knew that it was going to be something that just would have stood, that was going to stand out against, against everything because I was thinking outside the box. And I wanted to take, you know, our lifestyle, our culture, and everything about us. I wanted to take it across, across the world. And I wanted, you know, my main thing was being able to put out a certain type of music that I would be able to jump out in New York and they would be able to listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was that yeah. was that was that was the goal. That was the goal. And I was already thinking back then. After I do this with Killer Tay, I'm gonna do it with somebody else. I'm gonna do it with somebody else. I'm gonna do it. I was already thinking that. It was already planned back in ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, around that time. Yeah, definitely. You had the origin story of bullies with fullies, and I feel like as you're talking about it. You know, I can literally close my eyes and remember the first time I put that tape in, and I remember the first time that, you know, amongst the the group in my neighborhood, I think I was li- living in I was living in Oakland at the time, and and the fact that we was all amped up just with that energy because a lot of people fail to realize like, you know, recording obviously is a lot different nowadays than it was back then. Trying to get to a studio or trying to be able to put certain things out is different, but your origin story of bullies with fullies like. When you when you sought out Killate and and you you basically just said it yourself, you had the determination of making this different. Um, that every state and city and block can feel right. So mm-hmm. when when I when I think about it, I always think that with every story comes like a process where you feel like you know what at the end of the day this was great, but. This 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 is this is still like you know a stepping stone. So this is just only phase one of my life or whatever. So you right. know, looking at that, looking back at that, 
always believe in, you know what I'm saying, the process of, of how things are and should be. So my question to you is, like, when you do scale back, and, I, you know, before we start talking about new shit too, like, when you scale back and look at it and, and you, like, you had that determination, like, you know, I always feel like the the process is, is important. So when you finalize that first album, did you did you literally say, look, this this is gonna change things? Well 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 let's 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 um let's um so <clears throat> let's scale back a little bit and then I want you to ask me the question again. See, the thing about it is like I'm big on intent intentions, right? Right. When you look at the bullies with fullies when you really, really, really dig deep into the bullies with fullies, when you look at the features, you look at Adrian, you look at Yuckmouth, you look at the production, you look at the artists on there, um, Spice One, uh, Killer Tay, Billy Bathgate, uh, Marvelous, um, when you uh, the Outlaws, right? I had the Outlaws on there. Tupac had just died. You know, we went yep. out there to L.A. to the studio where Tupac recorded at. And, you know, we went to his favorite restaurant and ate El Polo, El Polo Local Chicken, two-part's favorite restaurant. So we went there and we ate some chicken and we went back and we did a real, you know, heartfelt song on Tupac's birthday. We did uh, 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 Ride for Pac from the Boys of album. But I wanted to go a little bit deeper because when I'm talking about intentions, intentions was I was willing to step outside of the box. And this is the yeah. reason why I love bringing this up, right? because of the politics between San Francisco and Oakland. Right. See, remember, they never used to get along, and it always used to be fighting. And it always remember, yep. you know what I'm saying? And so I went and got a producer from Oakland, which was DJ yeah. Durrell, which was Tupac's producer. See you know what I'm saying? And DJ Durrell yep. took a chance on me when we knew that the politics was high. So we, we boys were fullies. Not only did it did it did it change as far as the hip hop community, but just in the community with the violence as a whole, it opened the door for other rappers from Frisco and Oakland to start working together. And DJ Durrell yes, started to be able to do more production with other artists from the city. Like that's what the Blues and Fully did because I blew up in Oakland. It yep. was, it's it, it's yep. funny I blew up in I blew up in Oakland because. Frisco wasn't ready for me. I was ahead of Frisco. Like I said, they was doing the player poppy collar, and I was on some different time. I was on a different wave. Me, so Oakland blew me up. Sean Kennedy, one of the biggest promoters from Oakland, he was running Def Jam at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like riding around. Uh, I had billboards all through Oakland. And let me tell you something. I don't care who you was. If you couldn't get Oakland to like your music, you wasn't going nowhere. Period. Right. Oakland is the right. Oakland is the biggest black city in Northern California, and if Oakland don't approve it, you ain't go. It's not going nowhere. You see what I'm saying? So my intentions was to conquer, right? To break the barriers of the politics between these two cities that's been going on for years, and on top of that, going and getting these other artists and 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 you know, building up these different fan bases and then taking it on the road state to state. You see what I'm saying? So I just wanted to say that. So now ask me that question again that you just asked me. Now, listen, and, and you just told the, the, the true, true story. Juice is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And, again, 
rewind it back to the to the history, the origin story, everything that I said. And you said something important because remember, I just I told you too, right? I was in mm-hmm. Oakland, but we was unpacking bullies with bullies, right? So the mm-hmm. fact that you just said what I feel a lot of people should understand mm-hmm. that you bridged the gap between Oakland, Frisco back in the day. And as tense as it was, you made it okay to be active and collaborate and work with right. other people, which then grew, which then grew the brand, right? The brand was growing based on that, on taking a chance, like you said, right? And right. it needs to be put out there more and more and more about the history and the origin story. But I mean, when it comes to collabs, though, you sought out some people, but. Sometimes you can collab with people and it just may not work just because of right. creative differences or whatever. How is that story bridging the gap between so many people that you worked with over the course of time and you was able to fit and make it work with everybody? Because some people can't do that. Well, <clears throat> the thing is about me is that I've always been uh, humble. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. my whole thing was, meeting a person, you know, feeling that aura, talking to them about it, and, you know, just really just getting to know the people that, you know, that you do music with. See, today things is different, right? Cats sending songs, you know, over the email or whatever the case may be. But back then it was all about actually really physically connecting. And that's why the music came out to be the way that it was because we were connecting. We was in there. We was being around each other. You know, cats was dealing with kids, family, going out to eat with each other. Like it was more of a building process before it even be the, the music was the connection, but then the relationships became, you know, stronger and, and, and intertwined. And that's what made it uh, um, be how it was, you know, in regards to the question that you asked. It was about the relationships. The relationships is everything. I feel like people need to invest more in relationships because relationships is wealth. You know, and the relationships is what make things happen. I and 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 I always, you know, you know, big people up and 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 respect their creativity, no matter who it is. You know, I, I show that respect and that love. You know what I mean? I, I know what it's yeah. like to have. I, I grew up in an era where I know what it's like. I know what love looked like. I know what love looked like, and so I always show love to every and any artist that I come in contact with. I always show love. You know what I mean? And so that's why. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I hear you talk about that. Super passionate. And it reminds me of a conversation I had with Corrupt when he said the making of, you know, not just the chronic, but when everybody was in the studio, you know what I'm saying? They had their weed, they had this, they had this, they but they was all in there just cheering each other on. Even when they didn't have, you know what I'm saying, a session to be done, they were still riding for that person who was, next up, you know what I mean? And just being right. able to have that, that good vibe, that good camaraderie, it is rare because now everything's different, you know what I'm saying? And, right. uh, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm fast forward it to now because, you know, now it's music is still music, everybody putting out, but I just need people to understand, like, how, how deep it is that, you know, you won a championship, not just with the Bullies, Bullies brand, but you won a championship, but you're still hungry, you're still putting out music. So right. dumbass question, but also the, a lot of the young people need to understand why are you still doing what you're doing even though you won all these championships? Well, the reason that I still do what I do is because people want to know, you know, the, young, the younger generation want to know why I do the music. 
And then you got the people who don't want me to stop doing the music. And right. the answer to that question is the, the, what you said in regards to that on how I impacted people's life, right? There's more to me yep. than just music, you know. If a person's checking my page, I do PSAs, you know, and I got, you know, it's, there's a lot more to me than just music, you know. Um, watching me, uh, also you can find out how to do business the right way, you know, from an executive perspective. You know, I, I introduce right. what what artistry looked like, and then what the business looks like. You know what I'm saying? And um, I still I still continue to do music because, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I still got it. There's a fire yeah. in me that won't die. There's a fire in me that won't die. There's a gift that the Most High has blessed me with that He's not letting me burn out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not going out. Like there's still more. There's still like you said, I'm on that journey, so there's still more work to do. But music is the platform. Like music reaches the hearts of men. You see what I'm saying? Right. And so if there's anything that I want to offer you, I'm going to pull you in through my music, and then I'm going to offer you something better on, right? You like this track. You like that track. Okay, but what about this over here? And so that's why I still do music because I can get on my page and start, you know, promoting, you know, alcohol, doing food, merch, and all of that. And the the engagement in the, in the in the activity it won't be the same when you're not able to put your pain on wax so that people right. can hear it. I, I've been through a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying, and I got a lot to get off my chest. So, <clears throat> and I hate the fact that I keep saying, you know what I'm saying, but I have a lot to get off my chest and and, and tell my testimonies, tell my struggle, tell my pain, talk to the people like everybody who raps talks about they're rich. But right. if you're somebody who have money, you know what rich looks like. It's not what right. the average person sees or thinks because they have jewelry on and red bottoms and cars that this, this is what rich look like. No, this is not what rich look like. But if everybody is rich, then where's the broke rappers at? You see what I'm hey, saying? Hey. And, it, and so those are the people that I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to reach the people who are still in the struggle. I'm not trying to reach the people who their perception is reality with a twist to it. See what I'm saying? Right. Because they think right. they got to figure it out because they want to just continue to live like like how they say today, uh, cap. That's all cap. You know, they want to continue to still be in that realm. But I'm reaching the hearts of men who want to accept the true nature and aura of an individual that's human just like you, that loves just like you, that lost just like you, that goes through the ups and downs just like you, that got to pay bills just like you, that have relationship problems just like you, that got to raise their kids, that got to wash their clothes, that got to get up and cook. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 you know, one day you broke, one day you're not. I'm just like you. Yes. That's why I do music. That's why I still do music, because I'm just like you. Hey, Juice is my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and... You have you have music out. You have new music out. You have a lot. I feel when you talk about that that fire that has not been extinguished. That's just you adding on to a legacy that's already tremendous, and it is giving the game to the young people as far as consistency in this in this in this hip hop community. Have you ever mm-hmm. had a stretch? And you talk about ups and downs. Have you ever had a stretch where you were like, "Damn, I can't do this shit." damn, I don't want to do this shit. The ups and downs that do come with certain things, if you have ever had one of those moments? I always 
always had hope um, as far as, you know, my career is concerned. Um, but the, uh, that, that, that stretch moment is when I might have found myself, you know, at a certain point in time in my career not being um, – I wouldn't say not being true to the – I'm not going to say not being true, but I wasn't – I was being I – was, I was looking at the industry. And you know when you're trying to keep up with the time, right, when you're trying right. to keep up with the time and you got all of these, these, these new styles and, you know, you know, you got this melodic music and, you know, auto-tune, basically. They're changing it by calling yeah. it melodic, but it's auto-tune, right, T-Pain, Roger Troutman whatever, it's auto-tune. So, right. you know, at a certain point in time, maybe around 2011, 2012, somewhere around there, I started to, like, uh, just to show, right? I thought it was okay to show that you can do certain other styles of other people, you know, other people's flows. You know, different artists came in the game, like Drake and, I'm just gonna say Drake. Like somebody like Drake came in the game. Drake, it's remember when we came up, it wasn't okay to bite, right? I can't rap like Killer Tay. If I rap like Killer Tay, everybody's gonna turn on me. They're gonna say you suck. You're biting, exactly. like you're copying, right? Now today, everybody can copy anybody. You can, you know, what I'm saying like, and, and Drake is a perfect example of an individual who does that. Like he hears whatever these young cats do. And he just goes and he does it, and he does it well. And right. I'm not knocking it, right? But I found myself Man. going down that road, and I didn't like where it was going, and neither did my fans, you know? Yeah. And oftentimes you'll, you'll, you'll see comments where the fans would be like, oh, I love Juice all the way up until 2000, such and such, and he started doing that other okay. shit. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yeah. then it's like, I didn't really like that shit. It sucked, but I'm so glad he's back. He's bringing it back. He's got that, you know what I mean? And so we just have to keep up with the time but stay true to the nature of, of who we are. Just sound better, keep up with the words, and have good production, and you'll be okay, you know? And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, around 2011, 12, around there, that was, that was the stretch that I had to where I was like, you know, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm losing sight of, right, I'm losing sight of what, where we come from. We come from this mob right. music. I'm losing sight of that, and, and i got to figure it out because now I'm just trying to just do anything as if, as if I'm trying to go, well, here, try this, see if this could catch, or try this and see if this catch, or try this and see if this catch, and it just wasn't working. That was the stress yeah. that I had right then and there. And I think that comes in a point in time of a lot of careers. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you've, you've had so much, of an impact on the game and for the game to change the way that it has because it's evolved differently. I mean, it's run differently. Uh, the business part of it is done differently. There's a lot of shit that's out there that, you know, you and I, I'm a radio guy, so I had those mm -hmm. moments where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put this on, but the people do. So do I put it on? Because <laughs> right. it's, it's not true, but I believe, you know what I mean? Like, it's different. Mm -hmm. It's But the fact that you stay true to yourself to me, is a testament of not backing down no matter what the fuck mm -hmm. these people say. Like, I'm going to still do me, and then the mm -hmm. people who talk to me is still going to be my audience. And then if I get some new ones who 
is on that other side that want to come over, cool, that's what's up. But you got to know the history, too, as far as why I stay true to what I stay true to. And that's important. Right. But it's a lot of people out there, Juice, in this business who just, all right, I'm just going to conform and I'm just going to be this because that's what they want me to be. And I know you probably heard stories from hella people, for, you know, hella artists, you know, on their own journey, that, that, but that's not yours. And I think staying true to your, your fan base is hella important in, in this day and age. It keeps your legacy rocking, right? Right. You have to you have to stay true to who you are because that's when your fans can really represent because that's how you get the newer fans because the, the your older fans, they still play your music. And then they kids yep. are listening to your older fans play the music and they being like, you know, Dad, Mom, who is that? Oh, this is Wooty Wooty Woo. Well, you know what? Hey, I like that because contrary to popular thought, um, these youngsters are smart as hell. And they do their research. These youngsters do their research. They be listening to old music, classic music. Why do you think you hear so many remakes over and so, you know, everybody trying to flip something or do something that that we've heard before? You know, a lot of these youngsters, they always give me respect. I always hear somebody trying to rap over orange juice and a blunt for breakfast or trying to, you know, even Mm -hmm. Burner. Um, I talked to Burner. I was in Miami, and I talked to Burner. And Burner want to reflip some of my uh, music on the uh, uh, "If It Ain't Really an Official" album and stuff like yeah. that. And I'm just honored by it. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm losing, but I feel like I'm honored. And and he's been vocal about it on his page. Like Juice is who I uh, uh, followed behind in regards to doing these collaborations. Nobody else was doing it. When I saw how Juice was doing it, then I started doing it. And so when you look at Burner's history you'll see it's nothing but catalogs, nothing but catalogs, you know what I mean? And so, I mean, collaborations in these catalogs, nothing but collaborations. So it helps you continue to still uh, 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 gain new fans and working with the younger, with with the younger guys. I love to work with the younger guys. I love, I love working with younger guys and, and, and newer talent. And if they don't know, you know what I'm saying? Enlighten them because once they do, it's like all of these people, all of the people that I've run into and that I meet who may have heard but vaguely don't really know, when they get online and they do all the research and they go, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Was, you know you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know you, oh, I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know you put right. out the Sebo's My Figures album. I didn't know mm-hmm. that Mozzie was running around with you in the beginning. I didn't know that. You had Larry June with you in the beginning. I didn't know that you had Filthy. I didn't know that you had uh, 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 Jay Style. And I didn't, I didn't know that you was with all of these guys. I didn't know you was with that. That's you? you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I love that music. But the, here's the thing, and we're going to call a spade a spade. Right. These people who are in the industry, they're deliberately not acknowledging Yep. Yep. They're deliberately not acknowledging. And with the way the game is today, and it's like, okay, we're well, we going to sit back and let's see if he swim and drown. Well, sorry, this fire ain't going out, so I guess I'm going to be swimming. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, nope. and, and so that's where, that's where it comes. That's where the whole flower shit come into play. Go ahead. You going to say something? Yeah. You, you know what, Juice? The, the fact that you said that is exactly the reason why not just me seeking you out, but also me letting the game 
be uh, it needs to be it needs to be told in a sense where they are trying to push it aside for whatever reason because you know they have their own agenda and how they do it. But sometimes these people and these these higher ups in this industry nowadays is trying to sweep through you know what I'm saying icons, legends, classic music that will never ever be ignored. But they just trying to like all right, let's just go ahead and flood it with this and 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 try to under undercut you know, some of the good classic content that we used to have back in the day for the message that was put out because a lot of what you had and your collaborations and not just now to this day, but your classic shit, all that shit has messages that still resonate to this day and age. And I don't think people right. wanna they 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 don't wanna they don't want the real, basically. Well, the problem is with that and, you know, I don't believe that I'm overthinking. But the problem is with that is that I was never, they, they could never control me. You see what I'm saying? I always right. kick the door, doors open on my own. Oh, if you don't want to open the door for us, we're going to kick the door open, right? It's like how Pac said, you know, we hungry, you know, please feed us. You know, how, how many times we're going to keep asking? After a while, we're going to start pushing the door. Then we're going to start kicking yep. the door like, y'all going to feed us because the food is behind the door, and we're going to kick this door open, and we're going to come get some of this food. And that's just what it's always been with me. Nobody's never had control for me, and I'm not going to say, I mean, nobody has control over me, and I'm not going to say that nobody never helped me, but what I will right. say is that I did everything on my own. Once I learned, I paid my own money. I remember one time uh, – it was uh it was uh, uh Sugar Bear um and, and San Quinn <clears throat> and when I put them on the If It Ain't Really An Official album, that money came mm-hmm. out of my pocket. They right. couldn't understand that because most cats is used to having these, these big money dudes behind them paying for everything. But nah. Yeah. I was living that life, I was in the streets, I was footing my own bill. And it's always mm-hmm. been that way. Every every booze were fully Every collaboration, the Giants and Elephants with Jay Stalin, the Gangster and the Gentleman with me and Matt Black. I mean, the list goes on and on and everything that I was doing, but I was footing that building and was coming out of my own pocket. And so that's why people act the way they act. I can even go as deep as to saying when we started running around saying the word what it do. I mean, being from the Bay Area, you know, we are a people of slang. We, we create right. words like bruh, bruh and things like that. But if I come out yep. with a song and say, bruh, bruh, y'all don't want to acknowledge it, but if Plies come out with it, right, all mm-hmm. of a sudden he running around talking about, hey, bruh, bruh, when we've been saying this for years, we've been saying what it exactly. is for years. I'm sitting in the radio station, I'm talking to Shauna G, and she's like, what it do, what does that mean? And I had the song. It was me, Keith yeah. said, Keith the Sneak. It was what it do, Frisco, Uncle. You know what I mean? Like Keith was going crazy on the hood. Dip it, yo, kid. We was talking about what to do. They didn't understand what it was. And then a year later, here it is, everybody on the radio talking about what it do, 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 you know what I'm saying? And it's just like I was always ahead of time. They they never could control me. I never slowed down and moved the way that they wanted me to move. So they just act like, okay, well, if I'm not the the homeboy from the block next to them, then we're not going to acknowledge it. But the acknowledgement is going to come out of the people. As long as I keep doing what I'm doing, people like yourself is going to continue to keep pushing for the real. And I stand for the real today. Jack are gone. Uh, mess gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still here. I'm still one of the last ones left that's coming from that era, from that generation, 
that's still out here looking vibrant, healthy, long hair, eating good, putting out great music today. You see what I'm saying? And that's just and that's just what time it is. And it <laughs> <Nah>. ain't stopping. You put my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And you got new stuff that's all on your Instagram. People need to go hit this man up at The Real Juice, G-U-C-E. Uh, tell the people about just the videos you got rocking, the stuff that you got that's brand new. And um, I always I always say it like this because I saw some of your stuff on IG. And, I mean, bro, you ain't you ain't never lost a step, my man. Like, you ain't never. You still, you still got to. You still, listen, listen. I I am I I am good. I don't like when the next motherfucker sound like the next motherfucker, right? Like nobody right. can't sound like you. Nobody can't sound like you. Period. You have this specific style that is unprecedented, and I'm just keeping it solid. This nigga ain't got. He ain't got to sound like the next man or whatever. Like you got your own style. So tell these people. Tell these people about your new shit. I just want to throw that out there because I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, man, well, you know, well, the first and foremost, you know, um, my 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 album that I just dropped that's available on all social platforms is called "I Beat the Odds." So it's Juice G U C E. I beat the odds, and that's really, you know, just me getting a lot of shit off my chest because I sat down for seven years and I watched everything. I watched. People who I got it out the mud with disappear on me, you know. Right. Other people still stuck around, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went through so much, you know, ups and downs with the kids, with the baby mama dramas, with the, you know, going through five different attorneys. And just, you know, everything just went crazy for seven years, and I got to learn a lot and see a lot. So when I came out, I went straight to the studio, and I dropped my beat the eye because yeah. that gave me 20-something years. But I only did seven, and I gave him fourteen years back because I won my appeal. So I'm 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 seven years behind on what 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 everybody has been doing, but I'm not uh, 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 reacting. I'm interacting, if that makes sense, right? Um, mm. Because if I if I if I if I react, then I'm I'm running around mad, right? I'm turning right. into the mad rapper. Because I feel like a lot of people that's in position right now, they took my spot. Yeah. Right? You know, nah, yeah. I'm interacting. Like, okay, it, this is what it is. Well, well, watch this because it's not only it's in me. See what I'm saying? So this is why yeah. the new music is, 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 is coming the way that it's coming. Because I don't, I don't see too much. I don't see too much that has has changed, you know. And then as far as the videos, oh, I'm just working. I'm just I'm having fun. I got with one of the top cameramen, you know. Um, that's one thing about me. I go out and I seek shit to make things be the way that it's supposed to be. You know, my cameraman, right. High Def, High Def, the one that's been shooting all of my work, that's the dude who brought you Chief Keith, who brought you uh, 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 Little Dirk, who brought you Soldier Boy? Who brought you Dreezy? Who brought you King Louis? You know, this is who. This is the guy who brought you drill music. I mean, some of his videos got, you know, billions of views. You know what I'm saying? And this is a guy right, that right. I got with. This is a guy that I got with that I didn't know from a can of paint. I just watched his interview and I reached out to him, and he didn't know me from a can of paint. 
But when he did his homework, his homeboys, they all knew who I was. What, Juice? You working with Juice, from the, the legend from the Bay? Oh, nigga, that's a good look. And then from there we built, and it became it became magic. So right now I'm just I'm I'm having fun. Um, the only point I got to prove it to myself is that I still got it, and and I'm pretty much doing that. So now it's just you know checking off the things to do list. I'm working on some new collaborations that's coming. That's gonna be phenomenal. Like I swear. It's, you know, expect the unexpected <laughs> when I say what I'm saying to you. Because I'm just being quiet. I'm playing possum, you know. Um, but I'm putting out good music, letting cats know that I'm getting back comfortable. I'm back in my element. So once, it, once it's on, it's on. I'm not stopping. So I'm having fun right now. I'm having a, I'm having a lot of fun. And, and, and it's it's. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> I can tell right different. And like I said, bro, I ain't had dialogue with you until now. But it's just something different about the way you moving. That is is great to see because I see. You know, I know you had a lot of control back in the day, but I just see. I see. I see the freeness. I guess you could say, if that's even a word that I could. I could say. Yeah. When I look yeah. at when I look at your IG and I see your videos, I see your visuals, I see, you know what I'm saying, I hear the music. And like I said, like, you know, your, your style is your style. Nobody can take that away from you. It's original as fuck, and it needs to stay that way. You know what right. I mean? But I just feel I just feel something different about how you putting out shit these days, and it's great to see, bro. It really is. Man, thank you, man. Thank you, man. Because if you're saying that, it's a million other people that are saying it, you know? And 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 it just it, it I'm just being transparent, right? That's the word for it. I'm just being transparent. There's no cap. I'm not talking about shit I ain't got. I'm not talking about shit I ain't done. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just being transparent. I'm giving you my heart, and I'm telling you like the fuck it is. You know what I mean? This is me. Accept it or reject it. But this is me. I'd rather deal with a motherfucker that I know what to expect than to deal with somebody that I don't. And that's how I want people in the industry to look at me. You know what I'm saying? Know that you're going to get what you're going to get because I'm being honest all the way across the board, you know, period. Everything that's coming out of my mouth on these beats. With music, with music that people need to check out, videos that's available to go check out on this YouTube hit up, my man Juice on Instagram at The Real Juice. G-U-C-E. Juice is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. And let, let me ask you this, man. How how you feeling just about, not just, I mean, we kind of already talked about it, but just I'm going to circle up the Bay right now. Like, how you feeling about the music in the Bay? Um, It's not what I feel, you know, feeling it's emotions. Um, yeah. What I think is they're, they're losing their identity. They're not doing. They're not. They're not doing mob music. You see what I'm saying? And the reason that I say that is because why are you guys? I'm not judging them. If this is what you want to do, that's okay. I'm all for it. Hopefully, it works. Yeah. But when the Bay Area becomes a point to where um, we we are the melting pot for the independent game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. We independently, we're getting. Like, Jim Jones didn't know about the Bay and what we do 
until he went to cops and he found out that independently we're making more money than you rappers who have a major deal. We're right. getting a percentage. We're getting $7. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. the, 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 the artists, there's a lot of artists who are dropping the ball on these youngsters and not showing these youngsters. And I'm saying this, and the reason that I'm saying this is because I got proof, right? You remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I did the Giants and Elephants tour? Yes, sir. Okay. And I had everybody from the Bay on that tour, from yes. Mr. Fab to San Quinn to Big Rich to Lil Blood to Filthy Rich, Keep the Sneak, I mean, the list go, Burner, Joe Blow. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Because this is what yep. they taught. This is what I was taught from the Mac Dre's and the, and the C-Bow's. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the stuff that I was taught from them guys that was on at the time. So I went and grabbed all my young homies and say, hey, we finna do us a big tour. We finna get on the road. We finna go get this money. And I learned that game from Tech Nine. I went on tour with Tech Nine, and then Tech Nine showed me, and Tech Nine sat me down on the tour bus. He said, look, I wasn't selling everything out at first. I was doing shows, and there was only 100 people showing up. But I kept going back, right. kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. So I got a team together. I got with some people. We put some contracts together. What, how I learned from Tech Nine going across the, across the, uh, 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 across the United States doing shows, and you know, <clears throat> boom! I brought that game back to the bay, and I got all my homeboys, and we went and got to that bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We went and got to that bag. In fact, Lil Blood just did an interview, and he was talking about, yeah, when he was on tour, he was talking with, uh, I forgot the, uh, he was talking with somebody, but he was just bringing up the fact that he was on tour. That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That. You, you're not even thinking about any other thing other than the fact that that experience of that tour, uh, Be The Weeder, too. You mentioned Be The Weeder. He was on the tour, too. Shady Nate, Stevie Joe, you know, all my guys. Like, um, that essence of what I brought to the game, it's gone. Yep. It's gone. Cats, cats are not looking out for each other like that no more. There's no way that right. they should feel comfortable getting on a podcast or on a on a on a radio show or or doing anything and saying ain't no stars in the bay. Why it ain't no stars in the bay? Cause you niggas ain't doing what y'all supposed to do. Why are y'all trying to sound like Detroit when Detroit sounds like us? Right, right. Everybody, everybody in the Midwest grew up off of Bay Area music. Yep. Up and simple down. beats and fast rapping. That comes from the that comes from us. I'm not knocking what they do in Detroit. I love what they're doing. They pushing, they sticking together, they doing what they saw the Bay Area doing. Yep. And they coming out with that mob music from their perspective. The Bay has lost the mob music. Stop trying to sound like everybody else. That's the thing. You how you gonna do a song with the Migos if you trying to rap like the Migos? Yeah, right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Them niggas don't want to do songs with a nigga that's trying to do their style against them on that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. this is, hey, this dude, is that's these... what made it attractive. <laughs> that's what made it attractive to a lot of people from other spots to come fuck with Bay artists, right? Because you had people like, remember the day when, you know, I, I believe it was Banks and Short, like they left. You know, they did some work in Atlanta, you know, and they did what they did or whatever. And then a lot of people mm-hmm. from that way wanted to sound like what you just said with the Bay, right? Like, they just wanted mm-hmm. the Bay sound. But you're so right. Like, 
listen, I'm, I'm going to put it in perspective like this because, you know, me being deep in the radio, and I've listened to all kinds of shit, just like you have, you know what I'm saying, so invested mm-hmm. in the sound music, not just bay music, but all music. You know, you mm-hmm. drive down Oakland, it's not the same. It don't feel right. It's like, you know, it's super gentrified. It's just not, it's just not, you know, you drive down certain sections, it's just, man, it, it, it's different in the last 30 years. And I get it. I get the change. I get how, you know what I'm saying, we all got to, you know, grow, right? But I don't see mm-hmm. growth. I just see stagnant, right? I just see something mm-hmm. that's just, it stuck. Somebody's waiting to, you know, re give give it a rebirth, but it's it's not just gonna take juice or brand it on this radio station. It's gonna take people out there to just help other people be understand uh, understand what the mission is. Be in the, be your own individual self. If you're from the Bay, rep your rep the Bay. Take that shit somewhere else. You know what I mean? You can take the Bay sound to Florida. You can take it to wherever else you want to take it. And people are gonna appreciate that shit. They don't want you to conform and be like that. When you're doing when you're doing good music, you don't gotta sound like nobody else. You can jump out That's it. and you can perform anywhere, and they're gonna feel it and respect it. Um, you know, um, man, it's, it 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 literally like it, it hurts my heart to hear you saying it because as you saying it, I can see it with with my yep. eyes, right? And I know that. It didn't used to be like that. It used to be to a point nah. to where we was proud to support our own, and that's what brings me to uh, another thing about this whole politics shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, be a man. Stop letting other people entice entice you or incite you to have an incentive to not like another person when you don't really even know why. You know, exactly. there's too much of this politics. There's too much of this, oh, I don't like him, so you shouldn't like him. Nah, be right. a man. If you ain't really out there gangbanging on some shoot 'em up blah, blah, blah shit, you know, this shit is crazy how they letting rap become the side taker. Like, oh, I, I do music with you, and so and I don't like this person, so you can't do no music with this person. Yeah. But it yeah. just reminds me... It reminds me of, of uh, penitentiary, right? And, and in the penitentiary, they say, you know, don't become friends with an individual over a bowl of soup. Now, I'll tell you what that mm-hmm. means, right? You'll be sitting at the table with a cat, and he'll be sitting there talking, and he'll be like, oh, uh, don't mess with him. He a snitch. Okay, well, if he a yeah. snitch, you, why are you telling me? Why you ain't done right. about it? Oh, right. oh, this dude over here, oh, he mess with gay people. But you just moved this dude into your cell and he gay. Well, you know, he's right. taking care of me. He's doing this and that. See, it's always, you know, I, I, I can impose my will on you, but I can do the fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? I can, I, you know, it's it, it, it do as I say do, but don't do as I do. That behavior got to change. Exactly. They're getting in the way of they're getting in the way of their careers in the Bay Area by all of this politics clicking up gangbanging shit or whatever they want to call it, whatever, however much they want to put their emphasis on it to make it seem like it's justifiable, it's not. That's just some bullshit. When these cats start yep. being mad, because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of individuals from the town, from the Bay Area, that, are, that have good music, but they can't get off the block because, because they don't know that when you make these dumbass decisions and listen to another person 
who can't do nothing for you to uh, to make you believe that you shouldn't be cool with this person, you're not keeping the cheat off of you. And easily, these people are shutting the doors on you individuals out there. They're shutting the right. doors on you just by saying, you know, I, I don't fuck with him. They don't even got to hate on you. They can just yep. say, I don't fuck with him. Oh, you don't fuck with him? Well, if you don't fuck with him, then I ain't fucking with him. Huh? Yeah. Go yeah. go and meet this man first or, or woman first before you just decide to say, you don't even know why this person even got an issue with this person. You know what I mean? Like, go and see for yourself. Build with people for yourself. People stop building. There's no there, people stop building the relationships. The, everything is stopped. Everything is getting cut off. And then there's only people who are smart that are putting themselves in position. And then they're saying, "Well, hey, fuck all y'all. I'm on already. So I ain't got to deal with none of the. I'm not dealing with y'all no more. I'm on. It's whatever. And you'll be the same person. It'll be the same person that'll use individuals from the bay to get in position and then say, "Fuck the bay." Because now right. they running around with niggas from the South and niggas from the Midwest and doing whatever they're doing in Hollywood or whatever the case may be. And that is what's killing the game. The politics, the capping, the, 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 the disloyalty, you know, these are the things that are killing off the culture in hip-hop in, in the Bay Area. And it just has to change. I'm, I'm going you to continue that. to be – say it again? No, nah, you said something that's hella deep because – People stop building. Juice is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. You say that, and, and it hits home because it's it's really why things are stagnant in, in certain parts of what we do in life in general, not just the hip hop community, music in general. Um, how we even build a business or brand or whatever it is you're trying to build or whatever. People, what? people don't support people, but also people will have a different twisted view on support. That's that's mm-hmm. so crazy nowadays. That's ridiculous, and and I don't I don't know. I mean, I felt that like in my in my lifetime listening to Bay music in my lifetime, I felt those collaborations because it was unorthodox, but it mm-hmm. was needed for growth. You know what I mean? Like you know when you started doing your bullies with fully shit, like the collaborations that I never thought I would hear. Right? I heard, mm-hmm. and I'm like, damn, that's 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 a change right there. And it felt different. It was like the team ups was so important to hip hop. Right. And mm-hmm. we don't have it or it doesn't feel like it should based on the agendas that you just said earlier. And it's just, I had to say that, man, cause that, that got me because that's how I feel, man. Like we got to change that in order for us to do that. We will never see excellent business become even bigger than what it is. Everybody's just going to stand still. Yeah. They're going to stand still looking for, the next uh, mistake they can make to go viral, you know, cats are looking for, yeah. you know, um, um, cats are looking to blow up off a of, off of drama, you know what I'm saying? Um, cats is uh, proving themselves. You know, I was telling my son today, we was, we was having a conversation, and, you know, rest in peace to the young man that got killed out there in Manteca. Uh, his name was uh, Slow B, and he just got killed the other day. And, uh, you know, I was telling my son, like, I was like, well, you know, um, the the problem is is that somebody else got killed just the same, just around the time that he got killed, but you won't know who that is. He was like, he was right. like, 
things is he was like things are crazier. I said, no, nah, things ain't crazier. It's just that things are more exposed now because of social media. Son, yep. people been getting murdered. We've been having bodies drop. It's been shit going on through Richmond, Oakland, Frisco. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit ain't nothing new. It's nothing. only new to y'all because everybody on the Internet talking about it. And I, and I told my son, I said, let me tell you something. If Slow B wasn't a rapper, you wouldn't even know that nigga got killed. That's right. That's you see right. what I'm saying? I said, so so don't be fooled by, you know, what people, how people are making it on social media, and, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not, I'm not talking about this young man. I don't know. You know, I, I never met him. You know what I mean? But yeah. a lot of rappers be doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I seen a, one cat get on uh, his IG live, and they were celebrating that dude got killed, right? And so yeah, I thought to myself, I thought to myself now, this young man just got on IG Live and just popped a bottle and smoked a blunt and drinking to the death of this young man. So why the fuck should I feel sorry for him when they come and kill him for what he did on IG, right? No, see, I don't feel sorry for, 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 for if, if, that, if he dies. I feel sorry, right, because I feel empathy because of the ignorance and, and, and being lost and thinking it's okay to be that way. That's yep. where the that's where the pain and the hurt comes to me. It's like, why do you feel like that's some gangster? Like, what? Who taught you to think like that? Who taught you to be the way? Because this behavior is something that's being taught. It's yeah. not something that we're born with. You you get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't trying to. Yep. You know, I know you got you. I know you. Your show is set to go a certain way. So I. You, but me, I can't help but being me. The conversation, we'll start off talking about something, but i got to go deep. i got to talk <laughs> no, you about... Good, right? <laughs> you good. You, you know what I'm saying? You like, good. i got to talk about the real shit that's going on because nobody be wanting to really have these conversations. There's a few individuals that I tip my hat to, but that ain't enough. You yeah. know what I mean? And, 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 and you know, there's just, they're just there's no rules and regulations in the game no more. There's no respect no more. There's no, no big homies. You know what I'm saying? And that's the problem. I was talking to my guy today. I, I was having a three-way. It was me, Gold Toes, and my, and my guy, Sean, from Black and Brown. We was having a, we was having a conversation today, and uh, we were talking about, you know, dealing with our kids. And he was just, you know, he was genuinely, we are genuinely asking each other, how you doing, man? What's going on? Right? Right. And he was talking about his kids, and he was talking about how he got twins and, one of them got up on the chair, and the other one pushed the one off the, the other one off the chair. And he went over there and he said, "Hey, hey, no, nah, no, nah, y'all don't be like that." And he put them both on the chair together, and they was hugging each other and having fun, and they didn't have no more problems sitting sharing the chair together. I mm -hmm. said, "See, you taught them a different behavior." I said, "Hatred is taught." You see what I'm saying? Hatred is taught. Right. Other parents may have sat there and not reacted the way you reacted, and then their kids grow up getting at each other just from that incident right there on the chair. You see what I'm saying? That's it. Oh, you push me off the chair. Next time I see you, I'm going to trip you. I'm going to push you. You know what I mean? Like, right. so we have, to, we, have to teach this, we have to teach these things. And then I understand, bro, I understand for the, for the next legacy listeners, 
I understand the fact that a lot of these older cats is scared to death of these young men out here. Right. They don't want to deal with that shit. Oh, no, I ain't dealing with that. Them niggas crazy. They out there shooting shit up. No, you got to have heart. Even if you could save one, one of them out there is sharp enough to realize that you're trying to do something better for them. You see what I'm saying? But if you're just turning your back on them and just walking away from them, that's all you can say? Oh, man, them young niggas out there, nigga, they can have that shit. Well, you the one left the dishes out there dirty. You didn't didn't get no detergent and wash the dishes before you got off the block. So how you going to get off the block but not teach them how to get off the block and then get over here in your big house on the hill and then talk about them like they not shit? This is the cycle that got to be broken, and I just wanted to get that off my chest. Nah, and it's not only not only true to form. It's, it's to me, it's just a, a a bad habit. You know how you know, and I was telling this to people <clears throat> in general. And since you're gonna take it there, let me take it there. So come on, I always talk about generational curses, right? Not all curses right. are all negative and bad. Some of them, you can be the first dude to own a house or go to college or whatever the fuck, right? Like, but there are the general generational curses that can carry with you, like. I was a part of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not having my dad around, you know, wanted mm-hmm. me to be the opposite of that my dad was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I just mm-hmm. you know, but I insist that in my daughter at the end of the day to be like, Look, this is this is this this is what I wanna do and this is how we gonna do it together. Transparency, communication and wanting to help the, you know, child that you have and other kids too, you know what I mean? Just grow. Be more, right. do more at the end of the right. day, right? So right. Right. it's deep when you say shit like that because it gets me because this is the kind of bad generational curses that has affected us for generations on end and that cycle's got to get broken and it's going to be up to, you know what I'm saying, the people that can give game but also the people that want to soak it in and just do different at the end of the day. How you handle your business, how you handle your music business, how you handle your life, your kids, whatever the fuck that's going to make you bigger than what you are right now. You know what I mean? And a lot of people don't do that. They just want to stay, go with the flow, or they just want to stay hating on the next motherfucker, or they want to just stay stagnant, like we said earlier. You know what I mean? But it's going to take something more than just that. You feel me? And a lot of people miss that, or a lot of people don't understand that there is always, when you peel back the layers of your life and how your family structure was, there is certain things that you want to break, that you, the bad habits or whatever the fuck, right? Good or bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But a mm-hmm. lot of people tend to look at it differently or they ignore it or they're, well, this is just how I am. You know what I mean? And I don't give a damn how old you are or how young you are. You can still have that mentality about wanting to break shit. Be a good-ass businessman. If, if your family wasn't business people, then go be one. Right. Go do that and be bigger right. than that. But a lot right. of people miss that shit, man, seriously. Yeah, they do. And it's because of, you know, like I said, the individuals who, you know, they they – they leave the dishes dirty, you know, and don't yep. want to go back and clean it up. And and, yep. and it's, you know, if you can save one, you know what I mean? Like reach back, give back, you know, and I don't mean give back like proving you tough by going and standing on the corner. That's ignorant shit. You know, that's another cycle that got to be broken. Like you become successful and the only way you can prove that you a man is by going and standing on the corner for somebody to come up and kill you or, or, or for somebody that's with you to kill somebody else, right? Because when you look at that situation, you're putting everybody at risk, even your security as a famous rapper. You know, 
These dudes just trying to do a job. Why are you trying to put them in harm's way deliberately? Oh, we finna go over here on the block. Well, you know it's murders and shit going on. You know, so that's right. another ignorant cycle that got to be broken. Like you ain't real if you can't come back to the hood. Well, it's not about coming back to the hood. It's about doing better in the hood, mm. providing for the hood, creating opportunities for the hood. You know, go after some of that government funding and and build some safe havens in the community and do some things that need to be done. But this is all this. Like I say, everything ain't for everybody. But right. somehow, some way. If you're in position, you got to use the platform that you got to do something, to do something. You know what I mean? Exactly. It, whatever it is, exactly. and then other people will start to be in a, a part of the situation. I don't never want to be the smartest, the smartest person in the room. I always want to be able to listen. That's that's another thing we got to learn to listen. How how can it, how can you answer a question, or how can you? Uh, uh, assess what's going on or what needs to be done to be able to implement yep. any type of programs if you're not listening to the voices that's telling you what needs to be done. If you already yep. feel like you've got – say it again. You just said something, Juice. While you saying that everybody should listen, let me add on. Sorry to cut you off, but let me add on. Come on. on. No, you said. Go ahead. You, you just said something that's, that's true to life. So you said everybody sh should listen. But you also gave that hidden gem that everybody should also comprehend what somebody is saying to somebody at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Because right. you can listen all right. day, but you got to comprehend and understand what the fuck is going on, like, so I can understand. And I'm learning this still today, bro. I mean, you know, I didn't right. get it overnight. Man, I'm still yeah. learning this shit as we, because we all fuck up or we just want to hear what we want to hear, but then... Sometimes you got to slow it down. you got to assess it for what it is. So I had to throw that out there because you said two layers of game at the same time. So I just wanted to let you know what's going on. No, that's, so. that's real. That's real. And, 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 and it's okay because, like I said, at the end of the day, I had to sit back and listen. That's, that's a thing that I learned, and I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So I appreciate yep. you saying that. That's what being transparent is all about. If you if, – if, if what I was taught was – if somebody says, ooh, 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 and they raise their hand, let them speak. They might say some million-dollar shit, and if we don't let them speak, they may forget whatever it is that was put in their heart to say. You see what I'm saying? That's right. So I had to, right. so I had to be quiet and say, go ahead, let that out, because it's not about me just running my mouth. We're having a conversation, right? Yeah. We're having a conversation, yeah. and that's what interviews are supposed to be about. They're supposed to be about having a conversation and displaying what a conversation looks like, not yelling at each other. You should see some of this shit that be on IG Live. It's crazy. You've got four people, four screens up, and they all yelling. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's you, not you how know you why, have a right? conversation. You, you know why, right? Because they all want to be the star of the show. They all want to make sure that they, they be heard and nobody else can hear. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, to me, that's that's that's, that's not even that's not even real shit. Juice is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. I can talk to you forever, but I do got two more for you. One, this this one's this one's a little little different. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you broke out in the nineties, you know what I'm saying, fashion was a different kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? Here we are twenty was it twenty 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 two, things are still different. So if you could take one fashion, maybe let's just go with two or three. I I'll give you whatever you want. If you could take two two or three fashion items from the nineties that you could bring back in twenty twenty two, what would it be? Well, I guess it's already done because 
of the vintage, um, it would be, you know, starter jackets, um, like the starter coat. Okay. And, In the back, I got um, you. Right. Um, and it would be, uh, let me see, in the 90s. Shit, they, everybody, these youngsters, they love wearing that old school shit. Um, what would it be? You remember, um, you remember, uh, do you remember the Travel Fox or the Buffalinos? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I yeah, do. I like it. <laughs> hey, that shit was, that shit was dope. You know, um, the Travel Fox and the, the Travel Fox and the Buffalinos, yeah, man, those would be the, those would be the items that I could, that I could, I can still rock to this day, which uh, the Travel Foxes and the Buffalinos, they don't make them anymore, maybe somewhere overseas nah. or something. But the starter yep. coat and the whole vintage look is coming back into play. Like a lot of these cats like wearing the, the hats and the jackets. And you even see cats starting to wear Ibizus and Bakes again. You know, um, it's just crazy um, how yeah. uh, as long as you're rocking it the right way, you know, I've seen cats rocking members only jackets. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like yep, yep, MCM. Yep. MCM, that's yep. from the eighties. They was wearing that back in the eighties, you know, so sure. that whole that whole culture back then, um, I could rock today and be just fine. Nipsey Hustle did it with the long socks and the and the short and the short uh, rest in peace nip, uh with the with the long socks, um and the and the cutoff shorts. And the and the Puma the Puma shoes the low top Pumas you know that's all come from the nineties and the eighties that whole yep. thing everything we're doing the the cats don't even realize how old the Air Forces are you see what I'm saying yep. they don't even realize yep. how vintage vintage and uh, nostalgic that what they're wearing is you know so yep. I like that question hey, that was a good question. Uh, nobody really touching the the remember the overalls with the one strap off. Like nobody ain't touching that these days, though. I don't think. I was ta- I was remember thinking that? about bringing I was thinking about bringing that back in in, in one of my videos. I, I think I'm glad you brought that up. Matter of fact, let me hold on. Let me write that down. Right <laughs> <quick>. <laughs> hey, Jack, you go there take a note just so he could go back to it and be like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck with this. <laughs> Because, 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 uh, 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 because, uh, you think about it, you know, all it takes is for me to just start doing that in about two or three videos and it's going to catch fire. Cats going to start doing it again because it just depends on how it looks. But then you'll have those designers, they'll take it and they'll put a little extra on it and, you know, put Mm -hmm. their logo on the back of it, right? Um, right. I can take some five hundred ones, and I can take some regular overalls and look just as good. But I guess if yep. I don't have, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, Louis Vuitton logo on the back of it or Gucci back on the back of it, then it's, it doesn't it doesn't uh, have as much effect, right? But we can go get a pair of Guess overalls. Remember the Guess? Mm-hmm. Remember the Guess mm-hmm. overalls? You know what I'm saying? Like, just go get a regular pair of Guess overalls and, and throw it together with. With a nice fit hat, some shoes, and you rocking, man. We in the video. I'm gonna do that. Remember, I said I'm gonna do it. Just remember, I said. Come on, that. man. You know I need to be there with you, right? Need to be there with you. 
right. it's all good, man. It's all good, man. I would love for us to just stay in contact with each other, man, and um, uh, you know, just keep building and and just working with each other and whatever we can do outside of, you know, just you know the interviewing and and, and doing what we're doing here today, you know, turning it into something else that could be great for others. You know, maybe we could possibly even do this interview again from a live perspective or, you know, maybe when I'm in the Bay Area, oh, yeah. we can link up and we can link up and yeah. do some shit, you know? So here's, so. here's what I'm going to do. This is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. So as we as we bring this to a close, here, here's what Juice do not know. So I'm going to put him on what we're about to do right now. And I feel like this is going to be a testament to not just how I feel about your music because, you know, this station is a station that I own. I run the content. I can put whatever out, right? So right. when this airs, I am doing a full juice, grassroots on Monday, hip-hop collaboration where we running all your shit, this interview, all of it. Bullies with Fully's Day is official that we're going to air. Not only will I tag you, you can tag your people. We can celebrate all your music and we can run it in blocks, celebrating not just the iconic status of what you've done to the community, but what you continue to do with pushing this line of music and your gift of game that you can be able to get everybody else. That's what we run. Right. Because we do it, we control it, and we had an opportunity to be able to keep putting this out there so our, our listeners that is upon the millions globally can fuck with this brand and understand that Juice is bigger and bigger and bigger based on everything that you just said for this last hour. Not just my appreciation, because you think about it. You know what I'm saying? You came out in the 90s, tapes was rocking, whatever, but people tend to realize that, you know what, 90s was way back when, but like I said, to start this interview, it's like we grew up together. So, again, right, I had right. this opportunity. I appreciate this opportunity, and I appreciate you still pushing the line to still inspire others to do it. You know what I mean? Like, not do whatever. Right. Not just make music, but also be your best businessman, woman, or child. You feel me? And that's what you have brought to the table when it comes to me. Like, I had no idea over the last 15 years I've been doing this shit, right? No idea mm -hmm. that this was going to set me up so I can be able to do more shit, right? So a lot right. of it was inspired by music, bro. So, again, true to life, I appreciate you, Juice. We will still network and, and work on things, and you still have, like, a home right here, bro. You had a home before you even realized that. Next Legacy is a, is, is, is a, good, is a good look. So this is, this, is, this is yours to have, bro, seriously. So I really and truly appreciate the efforts, the gifts, the fact that you stuck with it, and the fact that you're still doing it at a high level. You haven't retired. Okay. You haven't, you know what I'm saying, you're not like Jordan with the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? You still seven ninety eight bull Jordan. You feel me? You feel me? You know what I mean? Right. Oh, <laughs> you still putting it in at a high level. Cause you sound on your videos. Just, I mean, real shit. You sound hungry, bro. You see, you sound like you're still starving. That you never had success, and that's a good right. thing to see. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. I I I I, I really, you know, honor and, and appreciate. You just let me know what you see. That's just confirmation and affirmation of what you know. Other individuals have been have been telling me. Like I, I'm I'm about to post up. I'm about to put another post up where I'm in the studio, just you know, just going bananas on some shit, you know. And uh, uh, 
it's just you know, I don't know what to all I could all I could say is both like it's a blessing, it's a gift that, that I was that, you know, it's this fire in me and it just it's it's not going it ain't it's not gonna die, bro. It's not going nowhere. And I always tell people this the guy who built KFC, my motherfucker might be like, Well, what does this have to do with music? Well, here's the thing. The dude who started KFC, he was seventy something years old. I think yep. he was like seventy seven or somewhere around there. And he did that. He did KFC. Whether it's music, whether it's KFC, whether I mean what well, let me see, whether it's music, whether it's the food industry, whether it's uh technology, uh whether you uh in the real estate, whether you into marketing and promotions for any type of line of work. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't have to be entertainment. It's never too late. Like people always want to say shit like, oh, dinosaur fossils or, you know, those are the people you want those type of people around. I love when somebody says that I can't do something. That just adds right. fuel to the fire. You know what I'm saying? Like continue to keep telling me that I can't do it, you know, because there's a lane for, there's a lane for everybody. You know, people can say what they want to say. Ice Cube and Snoop still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Still having sold out concerts, doing all yep. kind of stuff. You see what I'm saying? But it all reverts back to the music. None of these exactly. opportunities would be available if any of these artists became whack. Yep. That's real. 50 Cent still doing it, right? He's still yep. dropping music. He got power. He's doing movies. He's doing all that. But he still reverts back to the fucking music. It's all about the music. So whatever it is that you do, Continue to keep doing that. Don't stop doing that. Even when the other doors open and those other opportunities, you don't ever have to get to a point to where it's like, oh, I just can't, I just can't do it no more. Okay, well, if you're old and you just tired and you say, you know, I'm going to retire or whatever the case may be, then I understand that. That's your choice. But if you still got it, if you still That's got it, it. That's it. that shit. No, ex- yeah. no expiration date on it. If you got the, if you got the hunger to want to still do it at a high level, I mean, you can do what you, I mean, you know, the rap game has no expiration date, period. You, if nah. you still got it, still need to get it done, you can, man, come on, man. You can do that shit. What as, is that dude, as... uh, the Grouch? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Grouch, the nigga that the, the endo weed smoked. Oh, man, yeah, that yeah, nigga yeah. Man, that nigga almost 60 years old or something, man. He's still running around doing yeah. tours. Look at KRS-One. Yeah. Still. Still. Stay healthy, eat good, look good, be happy, be positive, wake up doing something better every day, and I guarantee you, you're going to still be able to be successful at what you do. And with all of the accomplishments, like you said, that I've accomplished, you know, one of them being the first one to, to be on MTV, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you know, when it's things like that, you go, you know, okay, well, you've seen a lot. You did a lot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm still hungry like I just got in it. That's how I ended up winning my appeal. I t- I, right. I'm hungry. I told them, I'm, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to beat this thing. I told the judge that when, when, they, when they said I was guilty. Y'all railroaded me. I'm going, I'll be, you, you definitely got some appealable issues. Do you want to appeal this? 
Yeah, I want to appeal this. I'm going to appeal this. It took me seven years to fight it. I had to go in there. I had to learn case law. I had to go to the law library. I had to learn what uh, 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 prosecutorial misconduct is, judicial misconduct, ineffective assistance of counsel. Um, I had to learn about uh, uh, the right to fair trial and due process. I had to learn about what grandfather case law is. I had to learn about uh, uh, new case laws becoming retroactive. I had to learn a lot of stuff in order for me to succeed on coming home and to be here to talk to you today. And guess what? That's right. You don't hear no you don't hear no operator in the background telling you that we only got thirty seconds left. You feel me? That's right. That's real. <laughs> real shit. <laughs> you feel me? So man, you know, stay stay hungry and, and and just keep pushing, man. Just stay hungry, keep pushing, man. Whoever out there listening, stay hungry, keep. Hey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Next Legacy.